everybody and welcome back to another episode of I'm pretty sure your favorite podcast in the world, the Haya High Talks. And I was expecting just be here, just a one-on-one person thing. But the beauty of the Magueta is that you meet more people and you end up here with more friends. So here we got Nathaniel Vergara, Nate. Hello, hello. We got Dim Dim. What's up, what's up? And we got Arman. So how you doing though? How is life treating you guys? Man, like you know what? Honestly, life is good, man. Hey, uh, aside from all this random nonsense that's going on, and uh, you know everybody's kind of just like going crazy around the world, man. Life can't be better, honestly. The way I see it. How about you, Tim? How how's life treating you, bro? All good, buddy. Like a bit of the good stuff and the bad stuff all mixed in together, but <clears throat> how it is. Amen to that, Arman. How's life treating you, though? How how is it going, man? This 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 moment has just been reflection, a lot of self growth, and a lot of new hobbies. So I appreciate the breaks. Mm. I mean, you just finished just working, Nate, right? Because I was I, just I waiting for you. Because already what time check is ten forty two p.m. and then you just finish that a long day of work. How is that? How is that online work thing? Because I know a lot of people right now are working online. Since a lot of people lost their jobs mm-hmm. due to mm-hmm. this Mr. <laughs> pandemic. Well, you know, it's, a, it, it's weird because uh, um, I started looking for a job right before the pandemic hit. And, um, you know, I always, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've told everybody, I was like, you know, if, if worse comes to worse, if I can't do anything, I'll just teach English online. Because right. fortunately for me, a native English speaker in the Philippines I'm, I'm a raw commodity. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm a raw commodity. You know, it's a big thing there. It's just, it's, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work to my strengths. And, um, you know, I understand that it's difficult because you have a lot of these people um, who are thinking, you know, I want to make that transition to online. And it's tricky. It's, it's, it's not easy. It's, it takes a lot of getting used to and working around a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, if, if you're disciplined about what you do, it's, it's just an easy transition. I mean, like if you think about it, if I need to go to work, I just come to the office. You know, I don't have to, I don't got to worry about traffic. You know, I live down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, I could, I could, literally, walk in distance, yeah. I could literally crawl here and still be here on time to do my job. You know, and, and the most, the, the beauty of it really is that. I could be my own boss. I could set my own hours. I don't have to answer to nobody. All I got to do is make sure that I give my kids 100%. You know what I mean? And when I mean kids, I mean not my biological <laughs> kids. I mean the kids I teach online. And, you know, I did. to the best of my ability, to the best of my ability, you know, you got to share, you got to share the wealth when you have the wealth. You know what I mean? And um, for the most part, you know, it's it's been it's been a really, really dope experience you know, I've I've had I've had sh- listen I've had shitty jobs. I mean I've had literally shitty jobs, and all I got to do is make sure that I am I am sober enough to make sure that these kids understand my pronunciation. They, okay, you know, yes. I can fix their pronunciation. That's it. I okay. don't, you know. So out of this table, what has been out of the people in this table? Yeah, what are the jobs that you consider that has been the shittiest one that you have ever done? For example, I did Uber. Yeah, I did Uber. And it pays well, don't get me wrong, because if you find a spot, I used to park outside the airport, fall asleep until my phone would be like, bling, and just get a 25 bucks uh, drive. 
But people will be like people are super rude. They are dickheads. They want oh no, they think that they are the one driving. So I found it pretty Stressful. fucking annoying. Yeah, but it pays. It pay off all my bills. It brought me to the Philippines. So I'm not complaining at all. But would I would, would I do it again? Probably not. Yeah, How about you guys? How, what would be that like the weirdest jobs or like the shittiest jobs you have ever done? All right. Well, I've had a lot of shitty jobs. My shittiest <laughs> my shittiest job was when I used to power wash garbage uh, garbage trucks. Yeah, when I was when I was in the states, um, there's this company, and what they did was they gave you a high pressure washer, and they give you a bunch of garbage trucks to literally wash down. And then you know it's like a it's like a rinky dink shop, but they they work with the local waste management. So what they would do is they would bring all of the trucks in at the end of the day. All you have to do is pressure wash them. So that's how I got that's how I got roped in. There's like, oh, all you gotta do is just pressure wash that stuff. It's fucking easy. I was like, I right, cool, and it pays fourteen dollars an hour. Yo, I'm with it. And I used to only work four hours a day. Like, yo, fuck, that's it's amazing. Yeah. What they didn't tell me mm. was that they don't give me equipment because when you power wash, I don't know if you guys have ever power washed something that big. But shit flies. <laughs> like things was, fly. What's the worst thing that ever hits you? I couldn't even tell because at that point it had merged with all the other fecal matter and piss and whatever trash was ever in yeah. somebody else's trash can. But would you rather like be the one cleaning the truck or be the one picking up the trash? I would be the one picking up the trash because at least that yeah. dude gets a glove. Yeah, that yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what you I mean? Get he that gets smell, some. Man, like, like that's the like nasty smell. That's cool because at the end of the day, you oh. get some amazing benefits. You know what my benefits was? What? <laughs> just, just, just a gift card to uh, I think it was like Subways. It was Subways or Dunkin' Donuts. That was about it. Every month they give you a fifty dollar gift card. And that's it. That's, that was that's my so only sad. incentive. Sad, they don't give me no gloves. And mind you, I was working in the dead fucking summer so it is hot as, as balls I, I would only be there for four hours but once i was done i had a dark farmer's tan like you knew like my fucking forearms got sunburned it was bad it was bad news it was bad news not about dark i mean you know what i mean like listen you look shiny yeah? like listen i'm white all right let's, 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 let's not i'm white i'm pretty pasty but after that i was looking like cuban like i was i just came off I just came off the waters after a couple after a couple months on the water. That's that's how I was looking, pretty crispy. But at the end of the day, it just taught me that, you know, the good things that you think, mm. the expectations that are given to you, are not necessarily the realities of life. So it's fact, easy. Fact, it's yeah. it's super easy to get swayed by someone saying, "Yo, it's so easy. Yo, all you got to do is this." But they don't give you that. But they don't give you that. Oh well, uh, there's something else that I gotta tell you that you may or may that might be a break or break, make or break. Because when somebody told me, they they said, "Listen, you're gonna have to spray down garbage trucks." On day one, it created a very, very, very hostile work environment from that day on. As soon as that happened, it was automatic that you knew shit was getting fucking real. She's about to get even more real. Jesus Christ, <laughs> yo. Hi, Dean. So, I mean, we talk about Nate. How about you, though? How was, what, what has been one of the shittiest jobs you have ever done, though? Like, you will never go back there. Um, I've never really had that much 
experience when you say how shitty a job is because I would just go in there and take the job and do it and just like not even think about how shitty it is because when I was looking for money when I was back in the day when I was right. in college when, back in the day when me and my best bud would like look for money right? we broke as fuck mm-hmm. so any job we would take but, but the, the the shittiest one would probably be the one that we had we had to work for a flower shop somewhere in online right somewhere in Virginia right what the fuck that was in the US but we had to call customers right mm. to introduce them to the flower shop that we were working for and then I never really had experience in making calls or just what do you call those calls like cold calls cold calls dude I swear to you a lot of rude people answer their phone and oh, go like rude. you know I don't want to fucking listen to you don't call my number where'd you get my number like, Damn, I've been there do. man because I worked in a cold center and it was something similar yeah I don't want to I was like that was the most shittiest job I've ever had like mm. I could do hard labor mm. I don't care it smells like that like that sh- shit because I've done that with the job that I used to do like because mm. I'm a chef consultant so mm. I've seen dirty ass kitchens the dirtiest kitchens in the city you could you could say but this one it hurts your ego it hurts your it hurts your soul when people are rude to you it hurts your soul because the stench that's fine I can deal with the stench sometimes mm. but not with rudeness man like, it just that to me is the it killed the mood man so, okay like me. I feel like when you when we talk about like cleaning uh garbage truck yeah it must be nasty but then you know those days that when you wake up it's like okay it's about that time to work yeah and then when you jump in the car or like during the cold center getting cold you try to get that money you feel me and people just treat you and they just start like yelling at you and your ears are I know no. that I've been dealing with this thing, but I gotta make that money. So yes, sir. Yeah, completely. I'm completely fine. Yeah, sure. How can I help you? Yeah, don't worry. We have time. You know. So it's like you gotta act polite because yeah, you have to actually deal with people. You have to deal with people. I have to deal with people online and face to face, and I feel like online was way more painful yeah. than face to face because yeah. like they don't give a fuck. Like they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't see you. They just hear you. They just. Mm. They, don't they just hear you. you. They don't see you. So it's just. It is insane. But if you pay the bills and if it's legal, why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I always come out every night after every every night. Mm. I'd come out with a bruised ego. And like I told Jay, bye, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is not good for me. This is too stressful for me that I can't even take this anymore. I was like, you know, I can do whatever job I could do. I can I can do carpentry. Let's just go carpet let's just do something else with our hands. Mm. Instead of like Listening to other people just rant and just insult us, and I can't deal with this shit. And I'm like, yo, I'm a very sensitive guy. Mm, touching your feelings, yeah. yeah. I've been hurting my feelings. Mm. How about you, Almost Iron Man? Almost made me cry. You've been pretty quiet, though. You're pretty quiet. What's up? I've been listening. I've been observing. But like, have you had one of those jobs? Like, it's like pretty cheated. Like, you're like, fuck. Uh, so I'm, I'm relatively new to the employment realm because mm. I'm hella young. Sixteen, mm. right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the alcohol out of there real quick. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let the audience know. I don't drink alcohol anymore, and I'm only drinking. I'm only drinking for this podcast. Which we are. Cheers, man. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, though. Because right now we're doing this little tagai, which 
Tagay is a Filipino word, and how would you describe it? Like, what would be the best way to describe Tagay session? This is basically episode one of Tagay. Is. <laughs> tagay is. Now, for people that don't know what Tagay is, basically, because you know, when you drink rum and coke, you mix it together. But in this version, we just have one glass for a shot and one glass for a chaser, which is a new thing, I guess, for the Western people. I have never it seen is, it in yo, Panama. Wait, first I off, have never we, seen it in Panama. We gotta, we gotta let the audience know everyone has their own cup. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Normally, for a back in the day. Oh yeah, because it's coronavirus. My bad. My bad. Pandemic happened. In a before this pandemic really raged, um, the Philippines. You know, a tagay session normally constitutes that you share one glass and yeah. everyone gets an equal share. It's like a cipher. It goes in one circle. Everyone gets a fair share. Nobody can yeah. cheat. Same amount you know, of drunk. Everybody gets the same amount. Well, but I mean, if you if you are a tagay master. You got control because I've been a tagay master a couple of times. I'm just like, sip a little sip, and then say, "Hey, man, your turn." If you're a tagay master, you could get away with not drinking. Honestly, I feel like some tagay masters, like they they know the people around them, so they they tend to give the people who have higher tolerances more alcohol. They're like, "I." That's 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 me. That's me. When I on the same level, when I tagay, I I drink twice as more because privilege. You know. Fuck y'all! I'm gonna fucking drink because I want to get drunk anyway. So I'm gonna drink twice as more. And they were like, "Okay, you need a shot. Here's here's your shot." But with me, when I used to tagay, I would always, because there's this rule when you when you tagay, right? Yeah. Usually the person that tagays the circle is usually we call it like not a subordinate, but someone who's like like you could just tell them like, "Yo, tagay maybe." That guy for us. It was like okay. He's picked. It's like a job. He's picked. He's like all right. He's being chosen. You the newbie. You the newbie, right? You the newbie. Okay, Mm. you that guy. There you go. Okay, you the newbie in the group. You that guy. You pick it up. You control the pace. Yeah, you control the pace. Control how fast people drink, how much they drink. It's you're 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 in a position where you're like the bartender, but you don't have that three drink minimum rule. It's like, yeah. you know, like I was a bartender and as a bartender, you're, 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 you have to go through different types of alcoholic awareness training. And the rule of thumb is no more than three drinks per hour without food in between. So, Damn. you know, you get For a you, people, as a bartender. As a bartender. Okay. Because, you You'd know, have to remember everyone then. I mean, that's the point. You know, the idea is that when you're a bartender, you're responsible for the drinks you pour and then the ramifications of what happens with the drinks you pour. Like the worst ever experience I had was there was this chick. I thought she was 21. She showed me an ID. It was fake. But that's in the States, yeah? In the okay. States. Luckily for me, my bar manager, you know, he, he was able to, you know. Point it out. Not only point it out, he was able to tell me, listen, bro, like you're going to make mistakes. This could have been fatal, but you gotta, you know, you have to be, you have to be responsible, and you gotta take, you gotta take your licks. Obviously, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but the girl who I was serving, I didn't know this, but she was in a group of friends, and she was sitting there, and the friends were ordering shots for the table. So obviously, I obliged. I was like, all right, boom, well, I'll prep your shots for you. Then after the shots, everybody ordered personal drinks. Mm-hmm. So obviously. This is when I first started bartending. So that, then I made a, a rule. Like, listen, if you're going to come here, you order your drinks. Anybody else who wants drinks, they got to come to me. I'm not giving you... Yeah, they've been playing you, yeah? 
Yeah, I think this is why Filipinos can't be really good bartenders. Because in a way, nobody cares if you're 16 here. Nobody gives a fuck. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Because you have high school kids in the bar, in the club. They're like, can I order a shot? I was like, yeah, yeah sure, buddy. You see their face. They look super young. And they're like, yeah, sure. Do you want more alcohol? Is she okay? Yeah, but like. And like, dude, how old are you? Like, are you 15? Why are you in the club? Well, nobody asked. Nobody asked, though. Nobody asked. That's a drinking culture in the Philippines. I have never, ever been carded in the Philippines. Ever. Even when I go to the States to my local bodega. And I try, Never to been a, I try to get a carded when you like they ask you for ID. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, and never have I ever, ever in the States, I have never gone to a bodega or a deli or a 7 Eleven and I wasn't carded. I always got carded, even when I grew my beer out, always got fucking carded. You here, yeah, here, what in, are you? That's cr- here, because you know, and I, and I understood the reason why was because of the liability issue. Okay. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to get caught. And there was a situation where the bar that I was working at, the guy who had already um, quit and went to, and he started his own own bar, he had litigation that was still pending even after he left the bar because one of the patrons that he served got into an accident and he like he got really fucked up. I think. Like some damn, they really some take their and they take it seriously and it's responsible. So technically, he was blamed, not the not the restaurant. The damn. bartender was blamed. Damn. Oh, so the restaurant don't take the a charge. The person take it. The person takes the liability. Wow. So even after you leave that restaurant, you leave that bar. If you have any litigation like that because of that, you're still gonna get knocked for it. Damn, I didn't know it worked like that, though. Yeah, luckily for me, when I got that that one eye-opening moment, you know, that girl didn't leave anywhere. She mm. stayed in the bath. She stayed in the bathroom after closing and puked her face up. So I'm lucky she didn't want to get in a car and think, "All right, let me go drive home." Mm. Then I would have been or fucked. Get in the wrong car. I would have been fucked. You know. Yes, luckily, sir. luckily we're out here and you know we are able. This is the. This is why, tagay in in the Philippines or just. In Duma, for me, is just the weirdest thing, you know, because back in the day, everyone would tagay, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone in the seawall would just sit there, escanos. Yeah. Everyone with their motorcycles, with their cars, pumped up music, and everyone's just like drinking. And then you knew everyone down that street. No you would go like, from the beginning, you say, hey, what's up, buddy? And they go like, oh, you tagaysa, tagaysa, come here. Have a drink. And this is where... This is... I swear to you, I'm so thankful I didn't get any herpes or hepatitis <laughs> from that shit that I've been doing back then. I mean, Mom, it could. It could have happened. Yeah, it's a possibility. That's why, because right now, because we're in the pandemic, everybody's using their own. Now, using now, now it becomes Yeah, they're all plastic man. cups, yeah? <laughs> but it's a lot now. Now you get, you know, especially for those people that are at home drinking and enjoying, you know, the company of their friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now is a lot. Now is a great time for a lot of people to cheat during the during the during a drinking session. Cheat what? Cheat because you know a lot of like if you're pouring your own glass, yeah, you could sit on a glass, glass of course for yeah, one yeah, hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you talk, that's that's you cannot, a different thing. Yeah, five seconds. Is that so? What Even the gunner goes like. Yo, buddy, you better hurry up because everyone else is waiting. Everybody, you're holding up the line, and buddy. You can't lie. It's not like you cannot back away. You're 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 stuck. You're gonna be torn away, man. Cause like there's people looking at you that's so like staring at you. 
Yeah, it's the same thing as a like 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 this. Like when when Guillermo asked about what Tagay really is, mm-hmm. what really is Tagay? Tagay is basically just a bunch of guys, just a group of friends, just hanging out, sharing one cup. Yeah, it's a drinking culture. It's a it's, it's a, a, drinking it's a culture, culture. But of drinking. I f- I feel like it's it's way more comfortable to do it in that way uh, than. Everybody having their own drink. You feel oh, me? No. See, that's, that's, uh, there's, see, that's a, a, there's a difference. See, but like, if you're chilling with with friends, you know, like in a circle, I feel like it's more like smooth. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, 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 everybody yeah. getting the same vibe. Mm-hmm. There's no like one this, one sober, three drunk, one tipsy. You feel me? Yeah, everybody yeah, 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 is fucked. Yeah, everybody's on the same level. But if the, you're partying, it's different. Pros and cons to that guy. You know, yeah. For me, because yeah, the pros is like, yes, you can be with your friends, and then it becomes more of a community thing mm. where you where you share a glass and be like all right buddy we all get drunk together mm-hmm. we all share the same amount of alcohol no matter what what the fuck we're drinking and then the cons would always be someone has hepatitis or a herpes there and then everyone gets herpes Everyone's and then herpes stays forever mate <laughs> i mean you being you being in the philippines for how long Man, I'm approaching 10, 11 years or something like that. Damn. Almost. How long have you been in the Philippines? Damn. That's a really good question. 33. I'm turning 33 minus... Okay, yeah. 31 years. <laughs> Arman, how long have you been in the Philippines? About two, two years. Collectively. Collectively. I've been in the Philippines. Oh, no. In, well, in Duma, I've been four years in the Philippines. Five. Mm. And so far, we clean. Yeah, we clean. So for all the people that thought that Southeast Asia, the Philippines was a nasty country where would you get any well, STD by saliva? We, we clean. We, we clean as fuck. We clean. The thing is, we, you also have to put into context: we are in Dumaguete City. If any of us live this long in Cebu or Manila, oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's my bad. That's, 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 that's another thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another, another fifty yeah. pesos. Yeah. That's, That's like that's kind of correct though, because if you live in the big cities, you don't normally oh, invite oh, someone to join your taga. You know, Hell, now no. you, you have to make sure that you know that yeah, that you know yeah, that you the don't people. normally do that in big cities or even here. I know, I know, but well, yeah, we kind of do. No, because when you go to the big city, when you go to the big cities, if you think about it, you. Like when I, when I go to Manila and party there, I remember with Rob, it was like everybody buying buy their own, not even beer, not even fucking beer, like their own cocktails. Yeah. So you end up spending like a 500 pesos thing for a single fucking glass. When do I get it? I spend 120 for a tandoi select and 40 for a coke. So it's basically 160. If we spend 500 pesos, on we get four. It's gonna be a difficult trash, time getting home. Yeah. It's a difficult time getting home. <laughs> By the way. Tanduay is officially the number one rum worldwide. Yeah, really? I don't, I don't it beat up Bacardi. Since But 2018. Didn't they sponsor the Golden State Warriors? Facts. Wait, Facts. What? Yeah. They sponsored the Golden State Warriors. So I'm telling you. How does that work though? Because, okay, rum, I fucking love rum. Rum was invented or was originated in Barbados or one of those Caribbean islands. Caribbean islands. Then yeah. the Cuba Libre, the rum coke thingy was in, in Cuba. Mm. But the Filipinos are the one rocking the world with the number one. The number one rum, man. I, pro, I, I don't know about quality, but it's a bestseller. It's a bestseller. As easy there's, as that. There's different types of tandoaya. Yeah. Because you, you have to select. Yeah, mm. You have the right five years. Select, right? I fucks with five years. When I was a kid, I fucks with five years. Select. Yeah. This one is a dangerous cocktail. Yeah. Because you know why? Super dangerous. This super is sweet. smooth. 
and this is sweet. Yeah, this goes down easy. This goes down easy. Five years. Yeah. It's a snake. No, you feel it. Yeah. You yeah. feel it, and you go like every time you take a sip, you go like. Mm. However, you keep that face. You keep like, the mm, that face. Yeah. yeah Remember the, the first time you opened that bottle, you like. Yeah. And then the smell just comes out. You go like. This oh, is gonna be honestly, one of those nights. This is gonna be one of those it's nights. It's one of those drinks where the fumes are unbelievably like fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, they make you think. Like, the five years, damn. But I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. When I went back home and I was spending a stupid amount of money on rum, mm. I was like, fuck. I miss the Philippines, man. We want with this money. Yeah, I've been like, probably in the fucking hospital already, like intoxicated <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? You know, like Bacardi. Even here, Bacardi is cheaper. Yeah. I don't know why, oh, yeah. but I don't know why. Uh, it probably might be taxes. I don't. I don't really know. But in Panama, a Bacardi bottle, which it come from Puerto Rico, it's like, 40, it's like forty dollars. Yeah. Here it's is like $40. I bought one for like seven hundred pesos. What is that? In Sofia's, that's seven hundred fifty, which yeah. is like fourteen, fifteen dollars. Yeah, the white rum, which yeah, means I mean, I mean it tastes way better. One fifty one. Yeah. Yeah, 151 is like 1,200 pesos yeah. only. That thing will be a stupid amount of money. And then you die by that. That thing's fire. That thing is that literally thing drinking. That's octane. flammable. It's like octane gas. It's, it's flammable, man. That burns for like 10 minutes. I'm not joking. We tried it. One of my one of my birthdays, Kenny did finish half a bottle. Fuck. He went home after that, though. There was no... There he was, went home after, <laughs> he went home after yeah, that. Yeah. There's, no, there's no standing after half a bottle of 151. Man, but, did you guys hear the rumor that Negros Oriental has the most... Uh, cases of this is just a rumor uh, that my doctor friend has been spreading around or just telling me that Negros had or specifically us mm-hmm. in our Negros Negros Occident Oriental. Oriental. Oriental Negros Oriental has the highest cases of liver cancer I am not surprised well shit well because everyone fucking drinks if you're fucking if you fucking broke up with a girlfriend, you drink. Drink. You pass the exam, you, you drink. drink. You, you fail the exam, exam, you drink. drink. What? You um Bro, you have nothing to do? You drink. You're bored as fuck. Man, tell me how many times I have just I have just passed by Chia, which is an amazing vegetarian restaurant in Dumaguete City, yeah, just to bad. chill there, just say hi to everybody. Out of nowhere, somebody just come and say Oh. And I was uh, like, man, I'm just trying to come here to say hi. I haven't seen in a minute. I don't know. You guess. Who is it? It's probably... It's probably them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably Dietrich. That's what I'm saying. Like... But, I mean, the price is something that it makes you think, like, why not? Why not just, like, crack a bottle for no reasons? And, you know, the the thing about it, too, is is that... 120, which is, like... And I can share this with, what? Five other guys? We are four people here, and we've just been chilling there. Imagine if no. we all divided this like one twenty. That's thirty pesos. That's less than a dollar each. Yeah, that's, that's like about sixty cents. Something like that. And we all like get that, fucked man. up with this thing. Man, that's how cheap alcohol is here. And then a lot of foreigners go like, they binge drink when they get here. Yeah, this is a big. This, this is, is a, a weird big, thing because we Filipinos don't binge drink. We're marathon runners. Oh, the first mm. time we I go have, marathoning. The first time I have. If that's a word. How do I five years, bro? I went to my dad's friend's house and they were having like a house party there in the back in the lawn. Everybody was chilling. It was like a family gathering. And I, it was the first time I ever drank Tanduai, bro. How that was fucking it? night they played, they were, we were playing rum pong. And I was like, rum pong, whoa, 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 that sounds a rat shit. 
<laughs> fucking beer pong with Tanduai, bro. That doesn't Ouch. sound advisable. And as the Ouch. as the newcomer, I, with my every teammate I had, I was like, okay, I'll take your shot. I'll take your shot. No need. Don't worry about it. We're, we're yeah. gonna win this. I'll take your yeah, shot, bro. I sat down. Bad one of the, one of the kids started playing guitar for the people. Everybody was watching. I was sitting in the lawn, in the lawn chair, chilling. And then I start fucking. My vision is like fucking. Yo, I can't I can't see straight right now. And then I look to the floor and I can't remember anything, bro. They fucking have yeah. to carry me out. But I bet after that Hoogie you became immune. You became immune yeah. to Tanduai. Your not, first time. Not immune, but I, I gained the respect. But the respect. Your first time. I knew all the limits. You lo- like, I lost my shit because mm. I was like, you know, I've come from Latin America. We fuck with rum. I got this. Like, <laughs> I smell weird. I got it. Like, bro, I fucking feel a bit. Nah. Yeah, I remember the following morning. I was like. How did I get home? <laughs> and my host family, because I used to live with a Filipino family, they were like, Guillermo, you were what? You were in one of those nights. I was like, but back then my English wasn't good. So I was like, what is one of those nights? It's like, well, when you were all out and I was like, it's not my fault. It's your wrong. It's your wrong. But after that, yeah, you, you gain respect for it. And then you're like, hey. You wonder, you, you have a firm uh, understanding. Bro, yeah, I told right. you it is. How much is that? And then you kill that, you get drunk. Yeah, you, <laughs> that's you, like, you, you, you gotta tell man, in Hibala, I like to have one of those on my back pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, that's like that 40 flat. Pesos, 40, 50, that's so your personal. Bible. What a Lapad is. A Lapad is a personal bottle of Tanduai. Looks like a flask. It looks like a flask. It looks like a small flask. It's basically a glass flask. Taking that down by yourself. By yourself, straight, no ice, <laughs> to the with face. a little coke here and there, you're probably gonna take your pants off. <laughs> no, probably more. I don't think pearl. I, don't, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think just take out the word pearly. You will. There's a there's a yeah, high likelihood you that your pants on. are not gonna be on for the whole night. But at the same time, I'm proud to say, and I'm, I'm proud to live in this town, because when people out of Dumaguete or Negros they come here, they cannot handle our oh, pace. No. No, they no, are no, like no, no, Duma no, people no, 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 is another thing, man. We are on another are thing. We are known. Bro. We are known in the level. Philippines, or just within the circle of friends that we have. <laughs> we are known to be the last men standing Bandit. when it comes to drinking. Because Cebu peeps, I mean, Manila peeps, they go like ah, red horse. Yes. Think about it. By the way, mom, I came here to study, so don't worry about it. I'm getting my degree. I didn't came here to work for alcohol. How many nights can we remember where we did not drink <laughs> every morning is the a n- constant battle trying to remember the details the of the night before. The nights that we somehow remembered. Does anybody remember when those nights came around where we beat the sun home? Way, way, too, many way too many times. Way, way too, too many, many times. times. And I love when you go home, you fall asleep, then you wake up and then you have to meet Because I think I did I did it with you guys a couple of times that we meet up in Chia and we start to putting up the parts to yeah, figure out how our night ends up. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 how that. do we end up here? It's like, and then no, somebody will remember that, dude, we was there and then we just moved there. We was like, no, we didn't. It's, it's like, work. yeah. And then you're like, ah. Yeah. Like, remember you were making out with Huh? Huh? Yeah, you were what? What? No. No, I was not making out with her. <laughs> Don't do me like that, man. There've been a, there've been a lot of those nights, and the, 
You know, the, the biggest thing, especially when it comes to the drinking culture here, especially... Why are we talking about drinking, large, by the way? Because, is it well, because I'm here? Well, no, I mean... The, the, <laughs> well, damn, it could be. It came by the definition of Tagay, and the culture of Tagay here in Negros is always, you know, balls to the wall. It is. Like, you know, red line to the finish line. That's mm. that's how it is. Yeah. The biggest problem, like, especially for me, you know, the reason I don't drink as much anymore is because I have digestive problems. And I don't want to be on the toilet shitting in pain. Plus, so, you're friends with me. And it's not it's it's not good for my liver. It isn't. <laughs> however, anyway, my, however yeah. even when I go back to the States and, you know, when I go back to the States, the area I live in is pretty diverse. Irish people, Polish, you know, a whole bunch of Jamaicans, mm-hmm. Haitians. So I'm able to go around and, you know, conversate and drink with these people. And I, I had a firm understanding after being in the Philippines for this long as that. No one can outdrink us. It's I very difficult. So. It's very hard. People from all I mean, we can. I mean, no, no. I remember seeing no look. I also that was a that another was a, night. That was a balls to the wall night. That was that dude. So I told that was I, the ultimate all of them. The all the guys and these were the biggest guys we had. I had Nate and Marlon, and it was like, you guys are our twin towers. You must protect us from all the crowds because <laughs> everyone's there. They're like, okay, Nate. Marlon. Okay. All right. In my defense, in my defense, who came right? Who came right before? Who came right before? I I I completely couldn't even stay vertical anymore. Dom. Dominic. (laughs) With a with Dominic what? Papua New Guinea. Okay, but he's another thing. He's another thing. Like the way how okay he can get he will he will get drunk super easy. But the motherfucker can keep going all night long. He this has a different level of pace. He has a different pace. That's the thing. He has a very, very distinctive pace. And it's hard to keep up with him because he gets drunk fast. Like one bottle, yeah. boom, he's already there. But he could stay there for a long, a long period of hold, time. He can hold that he can hold, level. He reach a peak and he will stay there for there. a minute. Mm. And, and then he would... Because I used to be roommate with him for a minute. And then he oh, would come man. home 9 in the morning, drunk as hell. And then I will be waking up... Probably because of noise, and then he say, "Hey, guess what? I got more alcohol." I'm saying, Man, I left. I left there at 3 a.m. You just got here, and you wanna keep drinking, and you couldn't say no to him. No, I know. There was no. So you woke no. up drunk, and you still have to drink. You still have to drink. And I swear to you, oh Dom is one crazy motherfucker. Yo, my most distinctive, oh, my most distinctive. Yeah, shout out to Dom. Yeah, he's working I miss hard. you, buddy. He's, he's a new man hard. now in in. Papi New Guinea getting his mulak, getting his life. But when he was in Duma, yeah, that was he a, did his thing. He did his thing. Cafe Ratio and he goes like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm totally fine with beer." No, you know what I want. no bottle. You know, but you know what I want, and he knows what I want. You know what? I've actually I never. Like I have never seen Dom. Cheers, cheers, man. Drink Tanduai on the Reggie. No, it no, was no. He's a classy expensive man. Very, He's a classy man. He's a classy man. I've never ever seen him like I've. I've I seen him with yet, beer. I've seen him drink a tandoai, but I've never seen him be like, "Yo, let's buy tandoai." It was no, never. No, 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 no. no. You're right. It was always like red label, well, scotch. Red label. Fact, dude. Red label. He used to have, you know, in Seven Eleven, they sell this like tiny bottle of red it's label, small, yeah. and yeah. in his motorbike, he used to keep it. One day, I have a uh, presentation. I remember of something, but it was something with school related. And it was a nighttime, and this motherfucker pulled out. And he's like, Are you anxious? I'm like, Kinda. I drink Pepsi. I was like, No, bro, I don't like Pepsi. He's like, Drink Pepsi. I was like, Why do you want me to drink Pepsi? Drink it. And then my mom's like, 
This is oh. not Pepsi. He said, like, keep drinking. Don't worry about it. I was like, say less. Say less. The can. It was a fucking Pepsi can. And then, yeah, I was like, sip. I was like, okay, let's I've get this done. I've literally seen him go to a 7-Eleven with his Papua New Guinea brothers. Oh, God. And literally clear out yeah. all of the fucking yeah, red yeah. label. And if he didn't have enough cash, his his he, brothers came up and I and, and if his brother didn't have it, the older brother got Somebody it. Somebody got Somebody, it. Somebody, but you are not living there without was alcohol. One time, AMPM became their go-to spot for drinking. That they oh my, that was like every. Dumb. I remember no, I saw Dom like after thing. class. But okay, if you think about it, AMPM. Okay, so f- for people who don't know, AMPM is one of the local spots that you go to drink stores, yeah. in the main street. And when I used to come out of school and go to my house, I have to pass by there. And if you see somebody in AMPM that you know, it will be mad disrespectful yeah, if you, you would just, just wait and keep to, going. Yeah, they will call you out. And when you have to stop, you don't stop there for five minutes. No, no. Fuck whatever meeting, whatever thing you have to do because you're staying there it's until getting, they it's fucking getting, close. It's, it's, postponed. it's postponed. It's postponed. Whatever you did, it's postponed. Yeah. Monday, stop. Tuesday, stop. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Dude, now we're talking about dumb. I remember back when I was like racing time. It was like racing time. I was doing this marathon. Uh, it was a 100-kilometer relay. And I was doing the last leg. So it was from San Juan Gita to do Magueres. So I was like 26 kilometers. And I'm coming through the boulevard in a 7-Eleven. 3 a.m. There was no water station. I was running. And this fucker was coming out of Prime, which is a bar nearby. And used then to be, used to be, used to he, I used to be. And he was drinking. And I was like, yo, Dom, do you have money? I need water. Because I was, bro, I was mad thirsty. And I was, my, I was getting tired. <laughs> and then he's like, you're not drinking water. I'm like, Dominic, I will see you later in the house. Just please get me water. He's like, I drink this shot of red, red label. I'm like, bro, I'm racing. I'm racing, man. I'm, I'm doing on time a fuck. right now. I'm on, I'm on time, time, man. And you see me there just like, like, stand by jogging. And then he's like, drink it or you don't get water. I was like, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. All right, drink it. I was like, oh my God. Then he's like, I, I don't have money. So keep running. I was like, oh my God. So I just end up running. So when I saw him in the house, I was like, Dominic, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Like, I'm trying to be healthy, and you are not helping me, man. Yeah, that's... Uh... And those are one of the, the characters that you will always meet in Dumaguete City. I feel, like, I feel like the culture of Dumaguete, especially when it comes to the drinking culture, it it breeds a level of people that, um, you know, of course, we have those really, really... Derogatory people that get super wasted and get very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the people that we've, especially we've, our small, all small circle has been in contact with, we've always been a very, very peace loving people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in, in America, I got a bunch of buddies that I, I used to drink with, that I would work in the restaurant with or, uh, or work in the financial district with. And, you know, they're good guys, but then you get drunk and you got to worry about getting something shoved up your ass if you're, <laughs> if you're passed out. And it's like, yo, a, a Dumaguete homie would never, never do, something do like that, that to you. you. You don't have he to would, worry about things like, like he that. Would, he would definitely, like, like he wouldn't do anything fucked up to you. The worst thing is he'll probably leave you sleeping somewhere where it's, 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 it's not a bed. It's like the kitchen floor somewhere you won't die yeah somewhere you won't die yeah you know and you know that's i mean that's how it is you know the the culture just breeds a level of people and you, here i've i've always i've always felt that the people here especially with with the drinking culture have always been just an internally loving people 
Yeah, we are. That's how it goes. I feel like it is. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's the best way to explain the beauty of how Filipinos mm. drink, like the drinking culture in the Philippines. Because I don't, I don't think you might find something like that mm. anywhere. Uh, or I don't know, man. Because like, because usually we share a lot of because. Spanish, a lot of Spanish. There we stuff. go. We family. We come from the same. Anyway, we, we family. We Latinos and I'm, I'm Filipinos, but the Spanish man. Three hundred thirty-three years. So a lot of the cultures mostly shared. Pero the difference is, I don't see a lot of Spanish people doing tagay. Mm. It's usually us. No, 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 not like that. Especially, yeah. I mean, usually Filipinos that do that. I think, I think we got a lot of our bad habits. From the Spanish and blamed it on the Spanish, but it was just really some deep seated like you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I want to drink. I want to drink hardcore. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on the Spanish people raping us for 300 years. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason, just bring it out of nowhere. Yeah, like it's like oh, like I got a splinter on my foot. It's, it's the Spanish, you know what I mean? They say just they fuck my shit up. <laughs> This is 333 years of like, pain, like, man. Like, listen, man, if I didn't, if, 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 if the Spanish didn't rape my, my ancestors for 300 years, shit, I probably wouldn't get this splinter on my foot, you know what I mean? Like that. As is. is what I mean, it's it, the, it, um, it is, it is a weird thing, though. Like, the Tagay, the Tagay culture in the Philippines is actually very, very, very fun in hmm. the sense where you don't get to experience this in any other culture. No, 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 no. Not but, at all. Man, to be honest... Sharing herpes, God, hell, it will happen somewhere else. But to be honest, though, I'm glad and I'm happy that I get to meet tonight, Dim and Arman, because we have a different sketch. No, a how do you call a lineup of things we were supposed to talk, but we ended explaining the beauty of the drinking culture in the Philippines, which is the best thing. Though, and I'm happy that I I got to chill with you guys tonight. Cause in my we normally do a thirty minute podcast, but this was a power forty plus minutes though. Wait, and wait, just, wait, 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 were we were we supposed to do a thirty minute podcast? Is it thirty? That's how supposed. It's a power thirty, but it's gonna end up as oh. a power forty. Forty. Power forty five. Wait, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Please right, keep pleasure, listening pleasure. to the podcast because I'm pretty sure we're coming with more episodes together because we we have to explain to the world. Yeah. More things about the Filipino culture. So stay tuned for more episodes. Keep enjoying life and keep drinking rum, man. man Thanks a lot. This is, by the way, this was, this can I just a, do a shout out to Takay Luis? Go for it. Go for it. Yo, if you guys want to watch our um, that, channel, I don't it's know. A it's, a it's a collab. It's a collab. Yeah, it's a talk show. It's a collab. Um, Takay Dis. It's called Takay Discussions. We're gonna Where can we find it? It's on YouTube, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna post it up sometime around next month. Don't worry, I will hey. be. I will make sure to. And you are on the phone too. This is Let's a. Let's do it. I'm a, I'm pretty surprised. This was pretty G-rated for. Uh, Honestly, I, I thought I thought yeah. it was gonna get really. I thought it was gonna get pretty. Offensive. I thought it was gonna get nasty when you start talking. I thought it was gonna get. I thought it was gonna get pretty offensive. I was. I was. We represent properly. We did our thing then, but okay. We have to stop right here. But I wanna. I wanna make sure to have you guys. At least two more episodes because there's more things that we have to explain about the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. Yeah. So, thanks everybody for listening. Keep tuning in in the high, high talks. And then I don't know what else to say. How would you end up this podcast? Stay safe. Peace. Stay safe.